What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the most important lessons, wins, losses, and challenges behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, I'm joined by my co-pilot, Mr. Josh Kaplan, who has great shades that he was just wearing just a second ago from our friend Christopher Kloos. And uh, today we are talking about feedback and reactions to our all-hands quarterly address, which we like to call State of the Brunian. Let's do it. All right, this is the post-game report. It is the post-game. I actually want to start a little differently. I want to hear, what did you think about it? What did I think? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I thought it was, I think we, we keep getting better at them. I, I mean, I used to help you make the decks. We used to run through it before. I went into this one not knowing anything and uh, I, I still get the company strategy, which I think is a good thing. Uh, I, I thought you did a great job. I think other people getting FaceTime on it was, was really important to understand like how other people are leading and to see them leading, especially now when I don't get to see all of the leadership in one place like we used to in the yeah. office. Now you can say, oh, that person is doing that thing and is, is leading the way. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And feedback? What could, what, what could I have done better? Usually I'm very critical of you. I know you. <laughs> no, I think the presentation was really good. But again, like we're getting so much better at it. Like I just know this isn't your first time giving a state of the Brunian. Yeah. I think that you found the right level of depth where you talk about what we're doing, where it's tangible and people can understand where they fit in the system and then what things might look like in a couple months from now. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really important. And I think. Well, I, I know that there's like so many ideas in your head about where everything can go, but you delivered the right amount of information that was like necessary and inspirational without confusing people. Um, um, criticism, but I, I'm feeling overly critical today. Yeah, so I'll be partially self-congratulatory and partially self-critical. Also, for anyone watching who didn't uh, listen, watching or listening, who didn't watch or listen to the episode we did two episodes ago about what State of the Brunian is. Uh, State of the Brunian is our quarterly address where we talk uh, as a company about our mission as a business, how we did against our goals in the previous quarter. So this was specifically about Q3, what our goals were as a company, how we did relative to those goals. And then we finish with you know the plans for the future and specifically what, of our, what are our priorities going to be for Q4. So I think overall, We've gotten better each time. I think that's a function of doing these, understanding how people react uh, to them, understanding just kind of like the balance of specificity and high-level vision. I do think a really interesting thing as I was soliciting feedback for this was I was talking to, to someone uh, on the, the brew team, and they were saying how at their old company, their old company never did quarterly addresses or frequent addresses that maybe it was an annual thing that was done to the whole company. And I was telling this person that I thought that was crazy, not just because like we've been doing these quarterly addresses for a long time, but I think it's a two-way street with the state of the Brunians. And so I think on one side, it gives all of our employees the information they need to know that we're all rowing in the same direction. But I also think it's such a good like sanity check for me to understand like what is the general vibe of the business? Like, are people feeling generally positive uh, and motivated about what we're doing? And so like for me to see the questions that people submit 
for us to answer at State of the Union, as well as literally just like looking at the squares on Zoom and looking at people's mannerisms and how they are perceiving the information. I couldn't imagine not having that sort of feedback loop, emotional feedback loop on a quarterly basis. You know, what I think we did well was I think we generally are good at bringing specificity to the the big vision. So like talking about what we did in the last quarter, specific achievements. I think we're good at, you know, kind of uh, making sure that wins are celebrated across the company so that every part of the business is being shouted out because there were wins in every single part of our company. I think it's very easy to, as you're working on a presentation, to try and include everyone. And I, I think it's impossible, obviously, to give shout outs to every individual of the company, but to make sure you're giving love to every part of the business. I think we have been generally good at that. And a decision that I'm really happy with uh, was, like you had mentioned, including other members of senior leadership in the presentation, I think for two reasons. One is people are sitting in front of their computers watching this 45 to minute to hour long talk. That is incredibly diff- difficult to be lectured by one person for that long of a period of time. So I think it's just a good change to make while we're in a pandemic environment. But I also think it's a great empowerment tool for our senior leaders to talk about all the work they've been doing and also get, you know, face time with everyone else at the company. So I was really happy with that change. Where I think things could have been better was, you know, we have incredibly ambitious goals as a company, right? We want to empower the modern business leader with engaging and accessible content and do so as a multimedia, multi-context company. And so I think if you think about past State of the Brunians, where we would talk about our strategy, it was incredibly compact and tight because we were doing one thing and we were doing it extremely well. So every meeting would be talking about, let's write, grow, sell, great email newsletters. And then the strategy would evolve to, let's go from writing one email newsletter or write, grow, selling a single email newsletter to let's do that with multiple email newsletters in different industries. Like a very, it, it is a very compact, like 1.0 to 2.0 evolution. I think we, and personally, I can make improvements in, in the tightness of our story, because I think if we were to say like, what is Morning Brew becoming? We're in this transition period from newsletter company to media company. But when you think about all of the things that are involved in like being a, a multimedia, multi-context company, basically we've opened up this can of worms where we're not going from 1.0 to 2.0. We're going from like 1.0 to like 7.0. And I think creating compactness and focus around the story when we're doing that, I have found to be difficult. My hope is as we keep building, the tightness of the story gets easier. But I think it's also worth asking like, when does that mean we're doing too many things? When does that mean we just haven't practiced the new story enough? And so I think the tightness around you know, Q4 and the business beyond and bring more specificity to it is really important. I don't think that's critical. I think, you just, I think that you're just talking about the complexity of the business and how it's reflected in the communication to the company. I think in the, in the presentation itself, what you were saying about the medium being different, you used to give this thing in person, now you give it over Zoom. Like the transition from the in-person company address to a digital one, I think is more interesting and something that we can be more critical about rather than the company getting more complex and therefore the way we tell the story being more complex, but needing to retain simplicity. So I want to hear you come up with one more thing about the communication of the presentation about how we did, where we're going, whatever it might be, but like on the actual presentation, come up with one more critical part. Okay. I'm going to give two very specific things. One is that this is crazy tactical, 
I decided for the first time that I wasn't going to control the slides from my computer because I wanted to focus on looking at the presentation on my computer. So I connected my phone to Zoom, whereas airplaying the presentation from my phone onto Zoom, but I didn't practice it beforehand that way. And so I was about four slides in and it got stuck on there and it kind of messed up the whole flow of things. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was actually an issue that I had during the presentation. So one is it was just like completely idiotic of me to not test the exact tech stack I was going to use prior to the presentation. I think the other thing is that... I'll give you one more. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll finish this up. In prior uh, State of the Greens, we've talked about how you want it to end and for people to feel like they could run through a wall. Yep. I think that's a very hard feeling to get when you're at home in your bedroom. Yep. <laughs> I think you need a new metaphor for what you want people to do afterward or what you want their mental state to be afterward in order to best retain or to best feel the impact that you're trying to push. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think that's a really good point because I think part of the feeling of like wanting to evoke in people that they want to run through a wall because they're so excited by the vision, I think part of that is like the momentum and emotion you feel from other people around you. Like it's like when we used to do Stay the Brunian, all 30 or 40 people would see the, the excitement and the emotion and the mannerisms of other people. But when it's like you're literally in your room, Zoom closes and you're in a quiet room, it may not be realistic to create that same sense since you're not surrounded by all these other really excited people. So I think it's a great point. I don't have the answer to it, but if you're listening to this, and you have any recommendations for how to evolve our quarterly address in a way that is empowering and actionable, yet articulates the vision of the business, I would love to hear from you because clearly our context of life has changed. So I think the way we present the company on a quarterly basis needs to change as well. If you have ideas, shoot me an email at alexatmorningbrew.com. I'm always down to jam out about them. And thank you everyone for listening to the Founders Journal. Hope you learned a little bit about how we communicate to our whole company on a quarterly basis. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you all tomorrow. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.